0: A warm welcome with Wednesday awaits in this installment of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newsletter and Newscast. It's December 2nd, 2020, and I'm your host, Sean Tubbs. On today's show, the Board of Zoning Appeals in Albemarle has upheld a construction entrance for North Point. Albemarle Supervisor Donna Price talks budget, broadband, and biscuit run. And it's the last day to comment on a draft affordable housing plan for the city of Charlottesville. In today's Patreon-fueled shout-out, the Local Energy Alliance Program, your local energy nonprofit, wants to help you lower your energy bills, make your home more comfortable, and save energy. Schedule your home energy checkup to get started. Now, only $45 for City of Charlottesville and Albemarle County residents. You'll receive energy saving products and expert advice customized to your needs. Sign up today with a link in the newsletter. Today, the Virginia Department of Health reports 2,417 new cases of COVID-19 in Virginia, and the seven-day average for positive PCR tests has increased to 8.3 percent. Governor Ralph Northam is scheduled to address the Commonwealth at 2 p.m. today. He is not expected to announce any new restrictions, according to a tweet from NBC12 reporter Henry Graff. The Albemarle Board of Zoning Appeals has ruled that a temporary construction road for the North Point development is compliant with the county's rules and regulations. A former county employee who lives on Pritchett Lane had argued that the original zoning had not authorized the use of his road for construction traffic.
1: When I worked in zoning for almost 14 years, I was taught by the previous zoning administrator and the county attorney that you must always find where a proposed use is allowed, not prohibited because the zoning ordinance is an inclusive ordinance.
0: Wright added that his interpretation of the code was that nothing has been written down that allowed the road to be used for construction traffic.
1: Construction access points along Pritchett Lane were never proposed by the developer. They were not shown as an element of the approved application plan and therefore were never reviewed or considered by staff, the commission, or the board of supervisors. The current
0: zoning administrator, Bart Svoboda, had a different interpretation.
1: There was no prohibition to prohibit construction access on Pritchett Lane.
0: Deputy County Attorney Andy Herrick agreed.
1: I appreciate the uh, appellant's frustration. Uh, I'm sure that the, the residents of uh, Pritchett Lane uh, don't appreciate the additional construction traffic, and I certainly sympathize with that. Um, but I would say that the, that the unmet expectations there are the result of a fundamental misunderstanding of the special use permit conditions.
0: Several people spoke during the public hearing, but the Board of Zoning Appeals must make their rulings based on interpretation of the code and not public opinion. BZA member Marsha Joseph said she lives across the street from an active construction site and understands the frustration. However, she said that construction entrances are often depicted as part of the erosion and sediment control plan. That was the case with North Point, according to testimony from David Mitchell with the firm Great Eastern Management Company.
1: The, the contractor, Faulkner Construction, which is a great contractor and does a wonderful job, they got a land use permit from VDOT. They have permission from VDOT to enter at that point, and presumably VDOT has assessed that that's an acceptable location.
0: The BZA voted 5-0 to zero to uphold the county's determination. It has been over a year since Donna Price was elected to represent the Scottsville Magisterial District on the Albemarle Board of Supervisors. And by now, she and her fellow supervisors would have held several town hall meetings this year. However, the pandemic has put that on hold until now. Last night, Price became the second supervisor to hold a virtual event to take questions from constituents and
1: to give fiscal updates. We are just at the early stages of preparing our budget for next year. Um, there is great uncertainty as to what that budget will actually end up being. The county gets most of its revenue through property taxes, and while residential um, real estate seems to be doing quite well in the market, that does not necessarily mean that all of our owners of residential property um, are equally doing well financially.
0: Price said the recent announcement by State Farm that its workers will continue to work remotely and not at the operations center on pantops, is a demonstration that the market for commercial real estate might be dropping. During the hour-long session, Price said she had concerns about converting agricultural lands to solar panel fields, wants the county to do more to help provide rural broadband, and that the county should update a policy that discourages building cell towers.
1: I'd rather see a cell tower on a hill and know that my neighbors have got the ability to call 911 in an emergency and have access to the internet for the business of their child's
0: schooling. Price also announced that Southern Development has asked to defer a hearing on the Breezy Hill rezoning near Glenmore from December 16th to January 20th. She said she would want any altered proposal to go back to the Planning Commission. Someone asked Price why the county was taking on the opening of a park at Biscuit Run. The land had been slated for development, but was purchased by then-Governor Tim Kaine in late 2009 in order to become a park. In January 2018, the county agreed to take on the responsibility of the park and leased the land from the state. The construction of the Atlantic Coast Pipeline was to have brought $5 million to help pay for its infrastructure, but that project has been canceled. Price said eventually the county will find a way to proceed.
1: In time, and it's not going to be this year or next year, but in time, Biscuit Run will be for Albemarle County. what First Landing State Park has been Um, to Virginia Beach. And um, I think we just have to be patient um, and and continue to work to achieve the success that I think we really are going to be able to get.
0: Price said she supported an idea from one attendee that a nature education center be included at Biscuit Run, but said that might not be in the first iteration of the park when it is able to open. The charlottesville Albemarle Metropolitan Planning Organization met yesterday and adopted a new version of a plan that ensures environmental justice for different groups of people. However, there will be a more complete review of the MPO's Title VI document in the near future. Here's Lucinda Shannon with the Thomas Jefferson Planning District.
1: We are going to do um, a study on equity in transportation to learn more about the minority groups and how our transportation planning is is affecting them and kind of where they are and then connect with them and find out what they want.
0: Today is the last day to submit comments on a draft affordable housing plan put together by consultants hired by the city of Charlottesville to complete the comprehensive plan. As of yesterday, Roadside and Harwell had received nearly 200 responses to a request to comment on the plan as well as the guiding principles for the comp plan. People are asked to review the materials on the Seville Plans Together website before filling out the survey. The consultants will revise the draft plan, and the goal is to return to City Council with a new version in January. During the pandemic, the local food hub has continued to connect local agriculture with local customers through drive through markets held in the parking lot of the former Kmart building. The nonprofit has recently announced that they will keep going in 2021 after taking a brief break for the holidays after December 18th. The markets will resume on Wednesday and Friday from 3 30 to 5 p.m., beginning on January 13th. Order taking for that market will begin on January 7th. Portia Boggs, the Director of Advancement and Communications for the local food hub, said in a statement that, Developed in response to COVID, the market has been operating since March and has done over $600,000 in sales. In the newsletter, you can see a list of all of the vendors who are available through the local food hub drive-thru market. Tonight at 7, the albemarle Charlottesville Historical Museum will host the head of the First Amendment Museum from Augusta, Maine as part of a new series they are calling Unregulated Historical Meanderings. Today in meetings, the Albemarle Board of Supervisors meets and will have discussions on the possibility of levying a tax on cigarettes, they'll get an audited financial report for the last fiscal year, and they'll consider a private sewer system for the new Regent School on Fontaine Road Extended. On the consent agenda is a report on the Land Use and Environmental Planning Committee. That's a group of city, county, and university staff that replaced a group last year that consisted of elected officials and top UVA officials. And that's it for this installment of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newsletter and Newscast. I'm your host, Sean Tubbs. Thank you for listening, and if you enjoyed this program and got something out of it, please send it on to somebody else so that they might be able to possibly learn something about this community that we're all engaged in. We'll be back tomorrow with another installment. In the meantime, stay safe out there, and thank you for listening.